When I got here, he like, then you got here for real, huh? I say, yeah, and he like, all right, wh where are you gonna stay? I say, what do you mean? I'm gonna stay here in your gym. He like, you're not gonna leave my gym. So he opened his house, man, for me, you know, and he put me with his wife and his two years old kid. And I leave it for him for like six to seven months. The All-Star app, the number one app in the business. UFC, Bellator, One Championship, PFL, and more. Get the app right now. Link in description. I love your story because I was looking at your uh, Instagram and the, the first post, it says that you left Brazil with your suitcase yeah. and $80. And a few years later, you're fighting for the UFC. Just tell me about going through that whole process, man. Man, that was crazy. Uh, that was exactly four and a half years ago, you know. Uh, I left Brazil. I was a two and two as a fighter, MMA fighter. 23 years old. I was coming from two loss, you know. And I, I moved to America, I said, that's my last shot, you know, like, because get a point when you're young like that and you keep losing, you have to decide what you want to do. So I said, I'm going to give everything I have. So I moved here to, to Orlando, Florida. Um, you know, I met my coach, Julian Williams, for the second time because what happened, actually, I'm going to go back really quick. I was in Portugal, and then me and, one, me and my best friend, Diego Silva, who is an MMA fighter as well, we texted Julian on Instagram because we saw Ronaldo Jacaré and Alan Oguete train here. But we we all supposed to go to, to uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico, train at Jackson Week. We all planned to go there. But we saw Jacaré Alan Oguete training here. So we messaged Julian and talking about come to train at Fusion. And Fusion was really, really small, you know. It was just like a year and a half, two years. But Julian have a background in MMA for a long time. Been fighting since 2008, you know. And amazing coach. But we texted him and he like, yeah, you can come train for me, but I don't have place for you guys to stay, nothing like that. And I was like, all right, man. So Kevin Gasoline, Jacare, he they had lining event in Brazil, Rio. So Phil, Julian, they went to Brazil and then we met on the wings. I have no English, no nothing. So we all just Google translation talking, trying to figure it out. And I told them, I said, look, we're gonna be there in, in, in two, three months. And they like, all right, cool, cool. They don't believe because he told me after, he said, after Jacare, Elon get come and start training, they got a lot of messages from people from different states here, texting him, say, oh, they want to come to train, but never can. So he like, yeah, you guys in Brazil, you guys have no money. Like, all right, cool, you want to come, come, but you don't believe. So that was around like me. And in October, I fought, um, I fought one event, a kickboxing event. And then I say, all right, it's time. So I bought my chicks, I pocket, and I left. When I got here, he like, then you got here for real, huh? I say, yeah, and he like, all right, wh where are you gonna stay? I say, what do you mean? I'm gonna stay here in your gym. 
he like, you're not gonna leave my gym. So he opened his house, man, for me, you know, and he put me with his wife and his two years old kid. And I live with him for like six, seven months. And then I moved to, to, to another house with a good roommates. Then I met my, today it's my wife, but I met my girlfriend back there. And then things, uh, things start to work better, but basically it's exactly what happened. But I got here for nothing, $80 in one suitcase. My first day here, I was paying house, but it's all good. Man, you, you have some good people around you. It's so important, yeah. right? That, man, so blessed, you know? Yeah. Incredibly blessed. And uh, March 25th, man, you get, to, you get to fight again. You get your second trip into the Octagon, San Antonio, full arena. Yes. So you get to fight in the front of a crowd. Steven Peterson, how do you feel about the matchup? I love the matchup, you know. I love it. I like the the idea. He's a he like to brawl. He like to come to fight, and I like to fight. You know, I love to fight. You know, and one thing I know how to do well is fight. Been fighting my whole life since I was 15 years old. You know, I can uh, I have 10 pro fights as MMA, but I have over 100 fights as a amateur kickbox. You know, I fought a lot in Brazil. We fought a lot on the mats. We fought a lot in the ring. So I love to fight, and I'm very excited to actually be able to to have a full camp. You know, I was good to have a full camp training and have a whole game plan. And I'm excited for the fight, man. I can't wait. It's almost there. What do you think about uh, his striking style? You know, he's a brawler, but, you know, he's in the UFC, so it, he has some skills. He does have some skills, you know. You have to respect that, you know. Uh, he he strike it. I feel like it's almost awkward for him for everyone who fighting him, but match perfect for him. If that makes sense, you know, fits perfect. It's the type of guy. It's dangerous. You have to respect. You know, you have to be locked in. You have to be focused. You cannot be late for a second. And I'm the type of fighter who don't. Try be lazy. Who else folks there all the time? You know, even when my last fight, you know, I I slapped a kick and and my opponent he absorbed the opportunity and perfect. He got a choke and he won the fight. But even before that happened, I was lucky and I was seeing everything, every punch he threw, and everyone so scared to fight him. You know, he's the boogeyman, the the way the weight class, just because. He looks scary and he punches hard, you know, like things like that don't scare me. Like I love the type of thing because help me keep my mind focused. When I fight, a, when I have to go fight a guy who no look too dangerous, that's how the problem happened too, you know. You get too comfortable, you think you already won and things like that. And bad things can happen. So I, I respect Steve as a fighter, you know, he's having 29 pro fights. Very experienced, so he he's there for a reason, you know. Yeah, it's a it's an interesting matchup, you know, especially with your striking background, and he's just gonna come forward and throw yeah. bombs at you, and you have to figure yeah. it out, right? It's like a puzzle. Yeah, yeah. I don't feel like he's just gonna come crazy and then throw punch. You have to thinking about the phones, the gloves. You have to respect, and you cannot just run through someone like that. If he does, you're gonna get hurt for sure. But uh, I definitely think he's going to bring the fights. And I'm going to bring the fight to him. And we're going to fight, you know. 
or he's gonna push the pace, or I'm gonna push the pace, or we both are gonna respect each other and try make it clear. We're gonna find out. Let's talk about your UFC debut last October. I believe less than a week notice, you step in. You know, that's a crazy, crazy thing to do, but you did it and you got your opportunity. Take us through the whole week of just like be, have to go through all of that stuff. Yeah, man, a lot of people have no clue how it's a short notice week for someone to get a fight like that, you know. Um, I, I'm going to say one thing, and I, I'm very, 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 uh, how can I say, grateful. I'm going to put it that way. For some Shelby, done White, to have seen to give the opportunity to, for me change my life. For me fighting in UFC and have the name. But the short notice thing, that doesn't work well. That's not good for a fighter. But I'm not ungrateful. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to put it away like, oh, so why you you complain? Like, give to someone who won. No, I don't say that. I want that. That's why I talk. But it's unfair. You know? You don't get the opportunity. Like, my, this camp, I've been sleeping and wake up thinking about one thing. Stevie Pettis, I'm going to fight him. You know, when I got the call, I was with my wife and changed my phone, chilling. I just have a full meal. And then my, my, my friend, Phil Rowe, called me. Yo, what are you doing? I say nothing. He said, how much you weigh right now? Uh, I say, I'm mean, 163, 164. My weight's not too high. I'm good. And he's like, okay, so start to cut weight. You're going to fight next Saturday. But what? Yeah, yeah. Call, call, call Abram. He needs to send all documentation things. I say, okay. I talk to my man. He say, please, send me your documentation. I send documentation. I send my email. Bro, so much paperwork. So much ism. I don't have, I have to do last minute. You know? Yo, you have to send this. What's your size? Oh, where you from? Oh, you need documentation from Brazil, from the police. Oh, uh, where you live before? Oh, you need to do, to do your tax. This, this. And then... They're like, yo, you need to make an appointment for your exam, you know. So the whole week was really hard because I still have to cut weight. I still have to train it, but I didn't have the time. I, arrived, I remember I, I, I flew to Vegas at 6 a.m. in the morning from Orlando. I got to Vegas at 12.45. I didn't went back to my hotel until 7 p.m. The guy picked up me in the airport. I didn't see my coach. My coach flew in different flight with and he got to the hotel, he texted me, where are you? I said, bro, I'm doing exam. I did like six or seven different exams. And then once they wake up early, get the bag, go do the interviews, broadcast, go do the photos, you know, I'm not complaining, but I didn't have the, the time to thinking about my opponent, you know. I don't have the time to thinking about even wake up, but I was very disciplined. I make way, I, I cut away five days, you know, Sunday through, through uh to Thursday, but uh, was really not much stressful. I think I took it nicely because I was not nervous, no nothing. But was really like catch, catch, catch. Let's go, let's go, let's go. And when you are fighting, you don't want to fight weak like that. Feel like you know, you want to keep your fight weak, like focus, laser. So that's exactly what was it. Yeah, it's understandable. You know what I mean? Like I talk to other fighters, same situation as you. You know, you get a call on Sunday or Saturday and they want you to fight the next weekend. Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? You go through so much. But you went through the crazy storm. Now, this fight week coming up is going to be easy for you, right? It's going to be simple. Yeah. 
I'm chilling, man. I can't <laughs> wait. I can't wait to fly and stay in Texas and chill in Texas. You know. Yeah. Now I did everything I have to do already. Now I just need to go there, do my interviews, and that's it. Make way and fight. Ready to go. After that fight, how were you like physically? You didn't have no injuries or anything like that. No, no. Actually, my knee was bothering me, but I checked it out. I had nothing, you know. I I heard that. I think I heard that knee when I felt, but I checked it out. It was nothing. It was just uh, same thing in my cartilage, like an inflammation. So I recovered well. I was fine after the fight, you know. I take no damage, no nothing. How did you feel mentally? Did you feel like, you know, after you went through all of that and 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 you didn't get the win, like motivation wise, did it change for you? I felt I felt annoyed, you know. Uh, I was no was sad, but more annoying because I know I could do better, you know. But I respect what I'm a religion person, so I respect what what is supposed to happen, you know. So, uh, how can I say? Same, it's something more powerful than me. So, but I was just annoying and. I knew I had to work it through that mentally to go to the next fight. You know, that's why, even if it's a funny fact, I was in Brazil for the card on January 21st, and my opponent was sitting right in front of me, you know. And I talked to him nice, we talked, and I don't have nothing against him, you know. I, I don't have the, like, anger in my heart, I like nothing, but I definitely... Um, I work it mentally to to get over if that that feeling just like, fuck, could do better, you know, and that's not good. You bring that to the next fight, it's gone, it's right in the past. So just move forward. Your training camp is at Fusing Excel with Coach Julian, a phenomenal coach. Who are your training partners for this camp? Ooh man, oh my gosh! So here's the funny fact: I, this whole time here at Fusion, I never trained. Uh, people's in my weight class, you know, I was trained above. So Julian's my partner, you know. Phil helped me a lot. I know he's 170, he's a big guy, but I love the way Phil boxing and his hands and his feet, so that helped me keep it sharp, you know. Uh, I have David Zona who helped me too. Amazing on 145, uh, but he's a, he used to be a 55er. Uh, Mike Davis helped me as well, you know. Beast, the guy's different. He's gonna be a champion one day, definitely. And uh, so many, man, so many. We we have here at Fusion. That's the cool thing about Fusion, you know. We have so many guys. It's like seven and oh, eight and oh, you know, just waiting for the call to go to UFC as well. You nobody heard about that, and they like black belt jiu-jitsu, you know. They like gold gloves and and and, and boxing. They 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 they, they have a like. D1 wrestlers and things like that. And people never heard about them, but they are so good. So all these people, they help me so much here in the camp. Do you do you work with anybody outside of Fusion XL? Do you work with different Oh, coaches? I do. Yeah, I, I met uh, Phil uh, the, back in December when Phil was camped to, uh, on the camp for financial price. Mm -hmm. uh, I was 24-7 with if you Phil for the camp. We glue really well. And... He took me to one uh, his first coach, Dominique. It's uh, like an hour away from here, Daytona Beach. He's a Muay Thai coach over there. And he's very a noble guy, you know. And have a, he trained before uh, Cowboy Serrone, Paul Fader, Corn there. 
So he have the, the, the coach, you know, experience. So I watched him working for Phil and then we met, we trained together in glue right away, you know, like when I strike, met another coach striking, they glue it, something good can happen. So I've been doing my full camp, chewing for him twice a week. I go there training for him, you know. So it's been really good. You know, I can, I'm excited to show one thing like being a kickboxer and make a transition to Muay Thai. It's the inside game, you know, the knee, the elbows, the time, you know. So like a lot of people think like, look at me, think I just can't fight outside because I long reach and I'm taller. They're like, oh, get close to him. You have to get close. And then they come inside. They're like, oh, that's. That's different. You have knees, you have elbows. And I said, yeah, I've been working that. So I'm excited to actually have the, the, the extra toes, you know. What do you envision for this fight? What do you see in your mind of how you're going to perform? Uh, man, I, I see a good night for myself, you know. Uh, I'm in good spirit. Uh, I feel good, man. I'm excited. So I feel like it's going to play really well. Uh, I've been visualized a lot. One many things I do, everything good, everything bad, uh, every scenario can happen. But uh, I all see the fight playing really well. You know, I'm I'm gonna get I'm gonna get opportunity to show show my skills, thing um, things I've been working on, and actually who I am. You know, I know gonna be a a lot of people's there, a lot of eyes on the fight, especially for Steve. He been a UFC fighter for a long time. And they know his style, so the people's a lot of people is curious about me. So I'm gonna give them, you know, what what they want. March 25th, UFC San Antonio, Lucas. It's gonna be an incredible fight. It's an incredible matchup. Everybody, go in the descriptions, download the All Star app. I'm gonna make sure the ten dollars for the SPN is gonna be worth, and also I'm gonna make sure the money for the chicks is gonna be worth as well.